Last week we started a series called Chasing and Forgiveness. And tonight we're going to continue that series. And we're going to look at, last week we looked more at Jesus forgiving us. This week we want to look more at us forgiving each other. Forgive to be forgiven. I want to give you a couple of um, different questions in, in our process. And I want you to answer these and, and ask yourself this question. What do you have to do to do certain things? To win an MVP trophy, what do you have to do? It's got the most points, all right. There's no right or wrong answer. What do you have to do to win the MVP? Have the best stats. Work hard. Be better than everybody else, right? To get into college, what do you have to do? Study. Okay. Apply. Apply. Have some money. You know, have the best grades. All right. To get into college, get a good SAT score, right? Not COB, but everybody else was COB. All right. What do you have to do to get a good grade on a test? Study, right? Or cheat, somebody said. Wow, this is church. And we just said cheat, okay. To have that special someone join you as a date for the prom, what has to happen? Uh-oh, I didn't hear the Oh, don't worry. Okay, I don't want to go there. Personal business. Go there? No, we don't want to do it in front of everybody. You asked them, right? But they can sit there, you know, right? Anyone ever rejected for prom? I mean, uh, anyway, we don't want to go. Y'all ain't been to prom yet, anyway, right? Anyway. Alright, if you want to borrow the car, if you can, if you can drive. If you want to borrow the car for the weekend, do you have to make sure you do anything first? Yeah, sure How many of you have ever had your parents say, I'll take you over, I mean, let's put it this way, because you all can drive. I'll take you out where you need to go, but you need to wash the car first. Huh? Pay for gas? Wow. And parents don't know what it is. You got to drop you so you got to find it right on. Wow. All right, last one. If you want a scholarship to play college sports, what do you have to do first? You're going to play a sport tryout. Huh? Get scouted. Be a good athlete, have good grades. You know the, what they say the biggest problem with the Bahamas is? That we have the talent. But we ain't got the brains, and we don't got it too. Because you know what you know what happens? We think we really know it all. But that is not true. So that was just a little bit of question to get you thinking. But as we look at our introduction, one thing is, what don't you like to think about? We don't like to think about it, but Jesus really is clear about one thing. God's willingness to forgive our sins is tied to our willingness to forgive others. It doesn't make sense. But when you encounter Jesus' word in the Bible, there really is no doubt. In the parable of the unmerciful servant and elsewhere, Jesus says, to be forgiven, we must extend forgiveness. And this is the heart of the study, and it is an important lesson for us to learn. 
And then we will be challenged as we go through our life to seek out exactly what Christ wants. Let me ask the question, how easy is it to forgive someone? Who said it's easy to forgive? Who says it's hard to forgive? So we got about a 50-50 there. 50% say it's easy, 50% said it's not. How many of you ever heard about the parable of the unmerciful servant? The parable, we can look at the unmerciful servant. I want to put this in, in a, I'm going to, we can look at the scripture a little bit, but I want to put this in a, in today's world, all right? For a second. As Jesus is telling this parable, okay? But this is Nicholas telling this parable in, in today's society. Nicholas Rogers has a credit card. He decides that a credit card is just like cash. So he thinks. So what is he going to do? He's going to keep on running up the bill, running up the bill, running up the bill, until he gets that call and says, Sorry, sir, your card has been declined. Here it is. He's run up the over $5,000 credit card bill. And his bank says, you know what? If you don't pay this bill, we're not going to let you use your credit card anymore. All right? And you'll have to pay, you'll have to pay 50, 50% interest. All right? So that is one week. The next week I go to the bank and I say, Sir, would you have grace on me? Would you have mercy on me? Please forgive me of this credit card debt. Royal Bank of Canada. All right? So, so Royal Bank of Canada says to me, All right, sir. I'm going to have favor on you. I'm going to show grace to you. And you know what? You don't have to pay a cent back. Everything has been paid for you. It's been, that's it. All right? Now, as I am walking out the door of the bank, I see my friend Drew. And Drew owes me about $20. I've just been forgiven about over $5,000. But I see Drew, and I say, Drew, look here, boy. Let me show you on why, boy. Hey, ain't you owe me that $20? Where it is? And Drew said, I don't have it. And you know what I end up doing? I say, look here, boy, Drew. Why are you playing with me, boy? Give me my $20. If you don't give me my $20, I will call the police for you. I, I want to kill him or slap his head off, man. I want to do that, right? All right? No, all right, so... Anyway, I call the police and I say, police, I say, Babylon, look here. You see my boy in the back there? He owe me $20. And if y'all don't deal with him, I got to take bars in my own hands. So the police say, all right, sir, what do you want me to do? We will lock him up and throw away the key, and he'll have to stay in prison for the rest of his life because he owe me, because he owe me $20. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Would that be right for me to do that? $20 and i just been forgiven of over $5,000. Well, as we look at the story, as we think of this parable, it doesn't even compare to that. And let's look at what Jesus is saying here. Jesus says this. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me 
and I forgive him. As many as seven times. Jesus said, I do not say to you seven times seven, but I say 70 times seven. What is 70 times seven? 490. That doesn't mean you keep a record and say, all right, I forgave you once, twice, three times. No, it doesn't mean that. It means basically forever. You don't keep account because no one's going to really, unless you're really particular and you really get a problem, you would actually have a book and say, I forgave Celine today. I forgave Celine here. Celine, I'm on 489. I only can forgive you one more time. No, we wouldn't do that. Unless you, unless if you really got a serious problem, you do that. All right. I would, I would pray for you if you have that. All right. Verse 23, therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle an accounts with his servants. When he began to settle one, one was brought to him and owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me, I will pay you everything. Verse 27, and out of the pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. Now, we have to understand what 10,000 talents were. We don't know the exact amount of money, but let's just say this. It was plenty money. It was like maybe millions to even sometimes say billions of dollars. That's how much he was, he was basically forgiven of. He was forgiven of a whole ton of money. As you see, the master said, look, at first he said, what did he say to him? I will destroy your family. I will destroy everything of you. And here it is, the servant says, please, please, have mercy on me. Please forgive me. And so he forgave him. Then, but when that same servant who just had been forgiven of everything, your family may live, you don't have to worry about paying me one dime back, nothing you have to worry about, he went and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, pay what you owe. All right? So basically, here it is. This guy owes him about $20 compared to billions of dollars. And he said, look here, buddy. I won't do that, eh? Pay me my money, all right? Pay me my money now. Now, how many of us are like that? Where we understand that we have been given of so much stuff, but yet we get upset over little things. You see, today's world, people like to hold what? Grudges. They want to get back each other. You know what's happening in our country today with a lot of these murders? It's because, you know what happened? Somebody did something to somebody already, and now it's retaliation. Let me go kill this person. A lot of these guys have ankle bracelets on and all these things. They want retaliation. They want to get them. They want to take matters in their own hands. You see, last we looked at Jesus himself. We saw what Jesus did. Jesus forgave us of all of our sin, the sins of our past, present, and future. He died for us. He paid the price. But yet for us as humans, it's hard for us to forgive one another. You ever met someone who just hold grudges all the time? Deja even pointed herself just now. 
You know, people hold grudges. They cannot forgive. I think girls are worse than guys with this. And this ain't, this ain't being sexist, but I think, that, I think that girls are worse than guys. Remember me tell you why? Because for the most part, if a girl crosses another girl in a bad way, they may never talk again. But if a boy crosses a boy, we could be mad at that instance. We might throw a couple of blows. But you know what? That's it, eh? You know, that's it, eh? Everything cool, right? You know? But you see, in this story, Jesus is saying, look, we must understand, and when we comprehend exactly how much we have been forgiven from Jesus Christ, we need to understand that that's what God wants us to do to each other. Because we are human beings. We are going to get each other upset over and over and over again. Now, let me just say this. A difference between us as humans and Jesus himself. When Jesus forgave us, he forgave and he forgets. Human beings, it's hard for us to forget. We can forgive, but the minute you cross me that way again, it's going to come back to my mind. But the question for us is this. What are we going to do? Are we going to continue just to keep a record and just remember, okay, well, Ivana, she did this to me. I can't forgive her for that. And guys, you know, guys do get in fights for the dumbest reasons too. You know what? You know what guys get in fights for? Boy, you step on, boy, why are you looking at me like that, boy? Boy, you step on my white shoes, boy, my brand new chairs, boy. Boy, I slap your head off, you know, boy. You know, guys get in, guys get in fights for the dumbest reasons. So do girls. All right? The, pro the problem is this. We're all human beings. And we have this problem. We have a problem with forgiving. Verse 29. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went to put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw that it had taken place, they were greatly distressed. And they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me. And you should not you have mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. You see, here it is, this, this servant is like, you know, he just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand and comprehend exactly what he has been forgiven of. But yet, what happens to us? What did Christ do for us on the cross? He forgave us of every single thing. What are some of the dumbest things you think you've ever heard someone get mad at? A quarter, okay. Sure, you heard that, right? Ask them to afford all the lunches. Yeah. But they got, someone got mad at that and slapped someone head off? Wow. Yeah, that, that's, that's serious. Anybody else? What is, what is another thing? 
You're drawing some of my soda, thing like that. Huh? They assume, right? They don't get to the bottom of the story, right? How many of you have ever, listen, how many of you have ever been in a relationship where someone been mad you and you have no idea why they mad you? And you haven't talked and you, you just come to the point where, you know what? What did I do to you? You know, as we go back to the story, as we go back to the story, how do you feel about the first servant? What type of person is he seen to be? When you think of the first servant, the one who's forgiven first, what type of person does he seem to be? Mean, okay. What type of person with the first servant? Selfish? That's what you can say, selfish? Forgetful? Arrogant? What's that? Ungrateful? You know, the, the servant just could not comprehend exactly what had happened. You see, when we think and understand this, why do you think the master was upset at the servant? Why do you think the master got upset at the servant afterwards? Huh? Because he didn't, he couldn't share the love. He couldn't share exactly what had been done to him. He was forgiven, now it's time for to forgive him. You see, this is a word we don't like to talk about because forgiveness is hard to do. It's hard for us. It's hard to forgive. It's easy to hold a grudge. It's easy to, to humble yourself and say, you know what? I forgive you. Now, let me just say this. When you forgive someone, you don't do this. Tamsin, honey, I forgive you but, you never say you forgive someone and you put the word, but. Because you know what that means? There's, there's some circumstances around it, right? I didn't really forgive her because, you know what? I still put the blame on her. Honey, I forgive you, but you just really got me mad. You really did this to me. I'm not really forgiving her. Forgiving is really a, a, something that, that it's a process. It's something that takes a lot of work. So, as we think of this, and, and we don't have small groups tonight, so I just want us to go through a couple questions. Why do you think it's so hard to forgive? Why is it so hard to forgive? Pride. Pride, what'd you say? Human nature. All right, chances are they could do it again. All right. Secondly, if Jesus forgave us of everything that we have done, why can't we forgive others? If Jesus forgave us of everything that we've ever done, why is it hard to forgive others? Huh? We're trying to be like him. We haven't reached there. We're, stri we're striving to get there, right? We haven't reached there yet. 
But you see, forgiveness is something that in our world today is very real. We need to learn to forgive. We need not to hold grudges because when we hold grudges, we, you know, we end up hurting the most ourselves. Bitterness creeps in, and when you're bitter, that'll eat you alive. When you get so mad at someone, you can't stand to see that person. The question after that is this. Are you truly a born-again believer? Because we should never hate someone like that. You see, that's what's so hard sometimes. It's that sometimes the people who call themselves Christians, they hate on each other. You come into church, we have brothers and sisters and cousins and you know, friends who don't even talk to each other. One sitting on this end of the church, they over in the next one that end. And, and people know that. Well, how they, how they, how they could be in church like that? And we know they don't like each other. Thirdly, what is the smallest thing in life that you have gotten upset about? What? Huh? A championship game, losing a championship game? When somebody tried to... What? Oh, when people try to take your food off your plate? So are you wanting to, you're not wanting people to eat like this, eh? Ah, uh, you don't eat wrong. Hold on, what do you say, Ivana? Pardon? Oh, when you think, hold on, quiet. Ivana said, when you think you get an iPhone, oh, when your sister, has an iPhone 6, and you get a lemon? A, a bubbler? All right. Wow, yeah, that's rough. Number four. Who do you think the master represents? Who do you think the master represents? Now, now, the question of that is, do we think that God has conditions on our forgiveness? Because as we saw, he said to the other servant, you know, no, it's just that, that he wants us to understand that, hey, we must forgive one another. We must be ready to forgive. And lastly, why is Jesus' forgiveness so amazing? Why do you think Jesus' forgiveness is so amazing? Because we do so many ungodly things. We do so many things that are wrong on a daily basis that we should wonder why would God want anything to do with me? I think that way. Why would God want anything to do with me? Because I mess up so much. Let me ask a question. If you had somebody, and I'm going to use sports as an analogy here because I like sports. All right? And I play sports. Say we're playing a game of softball or baseball. We are in the bottom of the seventh inning, the last inning, two outs, runner on third base, two outs, your team is up by one run, runners on second and third, there's a fly ball. Hit to the second baseman. All right? It should be the easiest ball that they should be able to catch. It's two outs, so as soon as the ball hit, 
Now because it's two outs, doesn't view of lie, then call in two outs. Alright? So, listen, the ball is hit, and a guy says, I got it, I got it. And you're thinking, boy, we win the championship because I know this got this. And here it is, the runners are running. The runner that was on third base already went home. Another runner is on his way home because all the fella got to do now is just catch this routine fly ball. And all of a sudden he goes to the ball and drops the ball. And your team loses the championship because of that. Now, what would be the attitude of the, most of the team? They'd want to beat that fella to pieces. All right? But listen, listen to me, listen, listen, this is the thing about sports, and I think that we have to understand about life. We might not have been in that position earlier if that guy didn't hit a home run early in the game. We might not have been in a position earlier if that guy didn't make the dive and play before. You see, we got to understand that circumstances always comes back. It's not always on one particular play. And for anyone who plays any sport or anything in life, it's just like in school with your grades. If you get in 100, 100, 100, 100, and you get 150, you know... You know, you'd, you'd be in trouble, right? But like I said, circumstances, all right? We have to understand that in life, we go through circumstances, we go through problems, but we must always forgive. So the question for us as believers, for those who call ourselves Christians, what is stopping you from forgiving someone? If you call yourself a believer, you should be willing to forgive. Because Christ forgave us first. If he never forgave us, then we wouldn't know what forgiveness looks like. But he did. He forgave us of everything we've ever done. And we do pretty bad things. We make him look bad. So I challenge you the next time, or even tonight, you may be in this room and say, you know what? I'm mad at that person across the room on the same row, and be like, you know what? I need to forgive him or her. I would challenge you to, to make that move, forgive, because that's what Christ wants us to do. Father, we thank you for the night. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. And we thank you for much you love us, that you would send your son to die for us so that we can have a relationship with you. And we thank you for your John Jesus' name. Amen.